0: To love podcasting, but I got out of it because everybody and their mother has a podcast. Ever since I stopped podcasting, I've moved out. I moved back into my parents' house. I'm in my parents' basement. And I'm doing a podcast. I'm also a struggling comedian. So, you know, a struggling comedian doing a podcast from his parents' basement, it's like unheard of. It's no one's ever done it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and no, it's 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 crazy. So I feel like I feel like I'm a pioneer, I'm a trailblazer. <laughs> What's up? What's up, guys? We are live. Welcome to Underground America, a show that is the best in the West, best in the United States of America, Uh, which which, America is the best, the best
1: country in the world. Right, right, Bill? Right, Bill? Uh, I can't. I mean, I want to say, yeah, because I think (laughs) of the other, but only because I think of the other options. I'm like, well, I guess they're not great. But if that's the standard we're judging by is like, hey, what's the least worst country? I guess maybe America, maybe I don't you're know. not. You're not going to be like, oh, the Nordic countries are just—they're so perfect. Uh, I might. You know, I don't know. Countries. I don't know enough about it, but I've heard <laughs> things. I've heard good things, but even those are being ruined. And there you know go.
0: how. I won't say. Oh, you know, everybody! Everybody! Yeah, I know. I know. I know. We're going to get into that on this episode, guys. We have Ville Kill uh with us tonight, and uh, you are the former host of uh, Thunderdome TV. That's right. And you are, and now you host uh, the Vilnomerly show on MT Media. Way better show, yeah. Way better show. Mm-hmm. Hey, what is the difference? I got between... rid of Dead Weight.
1: That's the difference. It's just me. Oh, okay. It's all me now. No more Dick to Carlo. That guy's gone. <laughs> he's out of here. He's gone. Now we he's can get gone. down to business.
0: Is he going to be like Voldemort, though? Like, he's coming back, though,
1: you know? i don't know uh, you know it's prison that he's in yeah. a lot of you know so some people make it some people don't i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen i wish him yeah, the best is he like prison prison though like is he in with like ms 13
0: or something like that well, yeah, like
1: well he's in with a lot of hispanics he says he says it's, it. it's mostly hispanics by far i don't know so. which ones but it's a federal prison so it's probably drugs and guns so, so. the answer is yes <laughs>
0: I looked up, uh, I was like, just like one of these, uh, you know, deep nights going down the rabbit hole on YouTube and stuff like that. After you watch like prison lockdown, I looked up like, okay, I'm Italian. So if I got to prison, what gang am I joining? like am I going to join like the the skinheads am I going to join uh the the you know the uh, Mexican mafia or anything like that and they actually said that Hispanic gangs will take Italians and uh all the white gangs will take Italians and I was like you know what that's that's very it's very generous so we're very uh we, we can navigate through the waters you know well you know the Moors <laughs> you might be able to join another gang. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. That's very true. I have a, I have this, uh, this bit with stand up, and I say that uh, since I'm one sixty fourth black, being Sicilian, okay, I should be able to say one sixty fourth of the, the n word, and it just come out nah. You know, yeah, I say I have it all the time.
1: I have a cheat code to that though. Yeah, I'm zero yeah. percent, and I just uh, yell it with my windows up in traffic. <laughs>
0: And I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. All right. So speaking of traffic, uh, a black man invented the modern day traffic light. His name's I, Garrett Morgan. Did you I know that? I
1: don't believe you. I don't believe you.
0: You don't believe me at all? They don't use them that much, but <laughs> a
1: black man did invent the traffic light. <laughs> I mean, let's think about this though. Cause I've heard similar claims before, right? it's like, yeah. uh, is a black person also invented a light bulb. And then you look into it. It's like, well, he came up with an idea that a piece of glass would be cool if it was shiny. You know, <laughs> and you're like, well, that's not the same thing. So I don't know. I was just like, I know they got peanut butter. They definitely yeah. have peanut butter. No, you no, apparently no. no apparently,
0: George did. Washington Carver, he did not invent peanut butter. Jeez, they're just he a bunch came of liars. Up, he came up with, I know he came up with like a whole bunch of uh, ways to use peanuts,
1: but peanut butter was not one of them. I
0: wonder what the dear other dear ones were. I know I feel I feel like my history my, my
1: the rug has just been ripped out from under oh, me. Oh, oh, well no, see that's where you and I differ I guess cuz I I know I've been lied to my entire life about yeah. everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what when, when was the moment? Because cuz I have I have a 4-year degree in history from UMSL and what I'm doing with it is I'm on a podcast with you. But I like I learned after college not that I had been lied to so much so that I've just been like told half truths, you know, the, the whole time. Right. Right. So where, what was the moment for you that like, you know, basically the, the red pill moment where you were like, Oh God, like everything that I learned about history, everything, everything is just wrong.
1: Well, it started with a simple math problem. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i can't go i can't go any further with that one if you want to keep a show sir uh i don't know i don't remember with me it was like a slow transition you know where you're just like oh it's like the the peanut thing you know the Mm -hmm. carver peanut butter thing you got, yeah oh i i just assumed that was right but that happens so many times throughout your life where you start going all of those basic facts that every american child learns you start to find out like you said they're either just not true or they're half truths and so you go i'm just i'm not going to believe anything and it gets worse the older you get and like the i guess uh the more prevalent uh corporate based media becomes because the lies just get thrown at you faster and faster and then you go well these are the people that we trust to tell us the truth Right. and they have a horrible record so right. i just my new rule is this i go did the news say it uh, then uh, it's the opposite <laughs> yeah well
0: i mean you know it it's all it's all corporate and and news news media is corporate i mean they they run advertisement you know so i mean you you it doesn't take a genius to you know, see what's going on, but I guess it does because they they have so many people hooked and uh, it, it's just it's it's crazy with me. It was always like I would hear things, especially about like Catholicism. I would hear things like and uh, like, oh, the Crusades, like, you know, like I watched that Ridley Scott movie Kingdom of Heaven with uh, Orlando Bloom and they they had a lot of like one-liners in there, like, you know, religion is made by men and men are flawed. And, you know, faith means more than religion. And, you know, uh, we're the same, the Muslims and the Christians and the Jews, they're all the same. We're all worshiping the same God. Why are we fighting? And on the surface, it looks really, really good. It looks really, really liberal. It looks very, very, okay. Yeah. We're all just getting along. Kumbaya, but when you really actually look into the history of it you're like no that's not how it fucking happened at all and and the, it, i just feel like it's uh, it's that illusion of the tip of the iceberg and that's and they, they want you, the the illusion is that a big iceberg is below but there's not it's just it's all fluff
1: just a tip of lies the ocean right. is the lies <laughs> <laughs> that, the, that the iceberg is in. hey i just got somebody texted me it says it was actually not a black fella. It was uh, William Potts, a Detroit police officer, is credited with inventing the modern three-lens traffic light in Detroit in 1920. Uh, now, the reason I say modern three-lens is because, sure, a black guy would was, was probably came out, you know, before then and was like, "We should have some sort of system of getting traffic to stop and go." And then they're like, "That guy invented the stoplight." It's like, nah, y'all not really fucking
0: white people it. don't stop for shit. We gotta, we gotta get some fucking. Man, we gotta get some lots up in this motherfucker.
1: Do you think uh, that the first stoplight was invented for cars or for horses?
0: Ooh, I feel like there was horses around for centuries. That if you yeah. didn't know how to stop your fucking horse and look both ways on it and watch out for other people on horseback, you're just an idiot. Yeah, but you, dude, you, you know,
1: cars are bigger and more dangerous than horses. So I I'll would meet you in meant- the middle.
0: I'll meet you in the middle. Buggies, like horse and buggy.
1: Because well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, to stop.
0: they're they're harder to stop with the weight behind them. So that's a good a good compromise there. You know, yeah. course, yeah.
1: you know I, I would cool. imagine though, there's I would like to take a, a a look into history and compare traffic accident injuries and deaths to horse accident injuries and deaths. Because you know, a lot of people fall off horses, and if if there was a time in history which there was where the yeah. main mode of transportation was horse or horse drawn something i'll bet a lot of people died in horse accidents you know oh yeah
0: absolutely but you know they're also not going at top speed how fast does a horse go like 30 something miles an hour you know i mean you know like
1: (laughs) dumb animal maybe maybe (laughs) six maybe have you ever have you ever ridden on a horse that's running i have I it's have. incredibly uncomfortable.
0: I have. It's uh. It, it, they're like they're like sit in the saddle correctly, and I'm like my balls are getting turned into scrambled eggs. Balls, like balls, tailbone. You, should, you need to tell me that beforehand. Uh, I haven't ridden a horse in over ten years. I I, lo- I love horseback riding though, but I wonder if like our our descendants are gonna look at automobiles like we look at horses. Like we look at horses as like we literally Had a live like animal that was Barely domesticated in between our Legs and we're, we're You know going at top speed sometimes With only holding on to their mane Like no seatbelt no whatever like it's, it's Pretty barbaric I wonder if they're gonna look at Like our descendants are gonna look at our cars And be like they were they were Driving three ton vehicles While sipping their Starbucks okay at Fucking hundreds of miles an hour with Other top speed vehicles Three tons of just metal all going in at any instant, we
1: could have crashed. Yeah, like you think evolutionarily, we would have to get that to that point. However, like what I'm looking at now, I'm like, no, I think we're more likely to just go back to horses.
0: (laughs) You know i I would not. I would not hate that. I would. I I would love it. I mean, like you know, I the gas station for me. If I want, you know, if I need something from the gas station other than gas. It's it's like a hop, skip, and a jump away. I mm. could see, you know, taking, you know, Buttercup up there, you know, for a little bit. And, you know, just enjoying. enjoying Hitching the- her up. Yeah, absolutely. Hitching yeah. her up.
1: It Let's sounds go. like a simpler time, a better time. And I think that's yes. that's everybody's yes. problem is they're like, they want more complicated. And they confuse that with convenience. And it's like, yes. eh, that's why you're all fucking miserable. Right. Right. Well, it's, I mean. I, rider I horses. Thinking, yeah. I was just
0: thinking today, I have an alarm clock that wakes me up think about that, like alarm clocks, I mean, they' they're how old, you know they're not that old, right right? And so I have the privilege of something, a device waking me up and then and then I go and I take a shower. Well, I have running water, and I can choose cold. I can choose hot. I mean, really, when you start adding up all your privileges in one day, you know that the modern American that just a modern human has mm-hmm. compared to. I, you know, just a century ago, it's crazy. And it's so easy to to get mixed up into oh, oh, the world is
1: such a horrible, evil place and shit like that. Well, uh, what about this, though? You mentioned the alarm clock. And it's like we had to come up with something to make sure that we got up in time to do these like drone like tasks to make mm -hmm. money to pay for a bunch of shit we don't need. Or there was a time where people just woke up when the rooster crowed and they were like, I can go feed the chickens now or wait a little bit. I don't I don't have to be in a rush to jump on the freeway to go to my job that, you know, the schedule, you know, represent is uh, resembling of a of a prison. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, like this weird routine that we all do. And ordered because we think it's normal to us now, you know, and I think yeah. I think since you mentioned it, it all started with the alarm clock. Whoever invented that should their entire lineage should be fucking killed.
0: <laughs> well, I think uh, I think the guy that invented the snooze button. Black what, guy. What think? should He get- think was a black guy. Oh man, it's probably it's probably a white guy on record for it though. You know, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, I, he stole that from us too. He stole it. That's what I love uh in uh in Sopranos. They talk about uh he goes, Alexander Graham Bell was Italian, he invented the telephone. He goes, No, Antonio Meucci was uh, you know, invented the telephone and he got robbed. What are you talking about? Everybody knows that. Yeah, and uh yeah. Yeah, you know it's it's uh it's hilarious. The people that are like you know, you know Tesla versus uh you know Edison and and all oh, that well, type.
1: I of hear stuff. Edison was a real c word.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, uh, I mean, but that was the that was the fucking business back then. He he, he was like that. Uh, Rockefeller. Rockefeller was a total c word. Like, holy crap, he was just he was.
1: At that level, you you yeah you you should assume that these people are probably not good people. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know I, what I mean. It 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 takes a level of cunning and ruthlessness in the business world, and so I can only imagine like back then. Yeah, it, it really it really does, <laughs> and that's why like I was I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about how uh, guys don't want girls in in these uh, in these big fields like uh, that that they compete with men in because they're they end up like men. You know, because it it takes a ruthless, mm. masculine, cutthroat—you cutthroat, know—businesswoman, and usually they're not going to be the type that are like, "Oh, I'm going to stay home with the kids," and I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're out there, and it's just like, oh, they don't offer you peace, and right. it's like good for them—they're they're career women, but at the same time, I think it just goes against your biological. Uh, uh, right,
1: and be- because it goes against your biological whatever it is a woman's supposed to be doing. Now they're miserable and they're in your space, you know, yeah. pursuing their career. It's like, you know, they hate it. You know, they pretend to, to love it. Right. like, oh, I'm so free and happy. It's like, you're literally the opposite of that. You're yeah. just like us now, except we're used to it. Cause men have always been the workers throughout history and now mm-hmm. women are doing it. And so they've sacrificed their natural, um, uh, existence, if you will, and so they come into the workplace and just make everybody fucking miserable.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's so, it's it's crazy how it is. I was talking to my father today about this, and uh, I have a friend, and she uh, was miserable for throughout her all of her twenties she worked in insurance and she it was just one of these like cubicle jobs that she had and she did very well for herself she was very independent but she was miserable she was depressed she it was just you name it she had it okay anxiety depression whatever and then all of a sudden she gets married okay and that guy's a nice guy and then she has a kid they have a, they have a little son that was born God bless. son was born uh you know a month premature and he he was all fine though he was all fine and uh, now she's as happy as a lark. Every time I see her, she's just happy. She's bubbly. She never she never complains about being depressed anymore. She never complains about anxiety. And I really do think that when she was in her early 20s and she was going and she was career, career, career. And then at night she was party, party, party. And I'm not saying that she was a whore. But like, you know. <laughs> but, date, but I'm not this, saying it. <laughs> but like would date this guy and then would date that guy. And this guy wasn't right for her. This guy was toxic or something like that. And no wonder you're fucking depressed. You know, you, you're, she was looking for a husband and children. That was what she was. She was looking for a family and now she got it and she's fine.
1: Right. So, I mean, they're look. in essence, they're looking for fulfillment, but with modern messaging, they're so confused as to what that is. And men don't escape that trap either. Like men, men are not fulfilled by like, you can make a lot of money, but if you're still okay. in a cubicle, like that's not a fulfilling life. I don't care what anybody says. I don't view that type of existence as success like I started kind of changing my mind my mindset on that and as I'm getting older, I'm realizing because I I've I have and I do make good money, but I'm not I'm not happy and I was like, well what is what are the things that make me happy? If I really had to like put it down on paper, it would be hanging with the boys right yeah, yeah it would be uh, spending time. This is in no particular order, ladies. <laughs> it, it would be spending time at home with, with your family. And then there was a third one. I couldn't... I, what is it? Uh, drugs. And you can't do those things if you're constantly at work. Right. Uh, chasing, like, chasing like... you're You're chasing money because you've been told your entire life that's what success is. Which I'm starting to catch on and realize... Now, that's programming to keep you working and paying taxes and keep absolutely. You busy
0: absolutely
1: and it's yeah. it's a it's just a lie i i, I
0: chased that. that for a little bit after college i was like okay yeah i need to you know i need to do this i need to do that and i chased um i chased it and i uh, i went to you know furniture sales and i was and i was making okay money at that and then i went to insurance and, I, and they were like, oh, yeah, you can make this. You can make that. And I was like, cool. And then I started like, I was like, drinks are on me. And I started like dressing <laughs> nice, even though that like not not like nice, but it was like flashy nice. Yeah. And it was it was all just showing a out attention. a little bit. Oh, that, peacocking. Yeah, yeah. there you go. But uh, and but I was fucking miserable. And then I went back. I went back to sales and furniture and I was there for five years and managed uh managed uh my own lazy boy, you know, or my own sales team at a lazy boy and uh you know I, the the only person that was above me was the store manager and so it was like you know sales manager sales floor making money getting bonuses this and that blah, blah. and i was fucking miserable i was miserable mm. and it took it took a friend of mine passing away to really like just be like okay yeah life is way too short if i'm going to get out i'm going to get out now in my 20s no wife no children all on me and now i work four jobs 7 days a week but I, absolutely love it it's stuff that i actually love to do and yeah
1: can you see can you see what they are
0: yeah yeah i teach martial arts classes
1: wait uh, what kind
0: oh like karate and kickboxing
1: oh okay so like one real one uh huh
0: yeah one <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely the karate yeah, the, the mock the touch you know all that stuff uh yeah so so teach that and that's mostly to kids which which i absolutely love that that is so fulfilling
1: Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then I work for a communications company, so like I'll I'll run business accounts and this and that. Their social media accounts, their advertising, uh, make like flyers, form videos, this and that. And then uh, I bartend one night a week, and I'm a I'm a stand up comedian. And I make money during shows.
1: Yeah, those so, two sound fun. The last two sound like yeah. oh, that's like that's uh, like if you get if you have the balls, especially to get out there and do stand up, like that's got to be a pretty thrilling, pretty exciting.
0: dude it is it's crazy like i've had i've had like kickboxing bouts and that was terrifying just to like you know actually like get punched in the face in front of people right but when you get up there and there's an expectation of people like and and some people are just assholes they like got their arms crossed they're like make me laugh motherfucker you won't be able to (laughs) it's like oh shit uh but it's but it's great i feed i feed off that and uh I didn't really have a fear of public speaking, but the comedy thing was more so, it was like, ooh, well, this didn't land. How can I move this over here to make that funny? And I just got hooked on it. I got addicted.
1: What are like some of your favorite uh, stand-up comedians?
0: Uh, Nick DiPaolo. He is... He's <laughs> You're very
1: too. Nick dipaolo like. I can see Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I I watched it guy and I was like, he's me, just you know, 15
1: years old. <laughs> you know, I mean he's know, res- definitely resemblance. I, yeah.
0: Uh Nick DePaulo. Uh I love Bill Burr, even though I think Bill Burr is kind of uh Bill Burr is not really Bill Burr anymore.
1: I, I was gonna say he
0: used to be very funny. He used to be. I think he he went pretty mainstream. Um yeah. I love uh, I love Sam Kinison. old Sam Kinnison mm-hmm. clips of him just yelling but um <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And, but then like like sebastian menescalco i love his like whole he's he's not really controversial with his comedy but his whole like mannerisms and his whole like physical presence on stage is great uh but you know there there's so many guys that that i've listened to that i've that i've taken you know bits and
1: pieces from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well don't say that they're going to accuse you of Steal oh no i like not, yeah, not <laughs> i'm not an amy schumer that
0: fat cow
1: my my favorite guy you know when i look back and and i steal a lot from i'll just admit it it was it, he had one live performance that was just amazing and it, it was it was kramer from seinfeld i used a lot of his material <laughs> yeah, daily yes yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah 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 he had this one bit i can't quite remember yeah but i remember it made headlines you know
1: yeah, it uh, was so popular. Like everybody <laughs> was talking about it, man. I was like, that dude's a genius.
0: Dude, you know, you genius. know what? Mike, real, Michael real Richards,
1: comedy. After
0: he, after he had that whole, uh, I guess meltdown, whatever you call it. He no, great uh, set, great set, great set, great set. Uh, fucking Dave Chappelle did a whole thing on that. He goes, fucking Kramer, man, Kramer, and he goes, he goes. Everybody was like, oh, he's racist, and he's like. He goes, I'm like, nigga, having a bad set. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like laughing. But, but even, even Chappelle, like, you know, poked at fun at the uh, absurdity with it all, you know? But I think with the whole thing with Michael Richards was, I don't ever think that he was a stand up guy. I think he was more physical comedy. Like yeah, that was his fault.
1: Yeah, I don't, I actually don't know like his, his history. I don't know how many people from that show were actually stand stand up. I comedians. think
0: I think it was only Jerry. I think he was the only stand up guy. I know yeah, Jason I mean, Alexander. He was
1: like I think he was like Broadway. Well, he something. was in like what? Pretty Woman and stuff. I don't know. I think that was before. Yeah, he was. in. It? He was in
0: Pretty Woman. Yep. So uh, he's just an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, he turned he, into
1: a little bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then uh, I don't know, like Julia Louis-Dreyfus, she was on uh, who played Elaine. She was on uh, SNL, wasn't she?
1: I I can't I don't recall her on SNL, but I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I thought I thought for some reason she was on SNL, or maybe she was a guest or something like that. You know, a lot of people have passed through there, and then when you hear about it, you're like, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah.
0: Well, even like Larry David. Larry David was a uh, uh, writer on SNL for a little bit. I'm not and, surprised. Uh, yeah. Or uh, or the so guy it was
1: funny at one point, is what you're saying. Yeah, he he was he was. Uh,
0: the uh, the the guy now the big guy to listen to now is uh, Shane Gillis. You ever
1: listen to that Gillian
0: Keeves show?
1: Uh, I know I've seen some Shane Gillis. I don't know if I've seen his show though.
0: Yeah, he um his his show his sketch comedy is fucking hilarious. It's probably honestly the best out there right now. Him and Ryan Long are probably like. Are, are actually putting out the the best sketches and the whole thing was was shane gillis was actually hired by snl but he was only hired for one day one day and then they found like this old tweet oh i remember that him, and then they fired yeah. him and and then now he has like a successful thing like he's been on rogan a whole bunch of times right um and yeah it's just um Some of the,
1: some of the people that get canceled for nonsense like that, um, if they have the right friends and stuff, they definitely come out better. Um, and, and he was definitely one of them, but you know, most people just get steamrolled (laughs) unless you're Dave Chappelle and then you could just keep going, which I, I really, and
0: and the the crazy thing with me is I think a lot of people, when, when you go through that, you have friends quote unquote, but they scatter. To the wind oh, yeah, because yeah. they want to keep their own and and it's just it's just it's another thing like that's just making america just a bunch of pussies you know we used to have this like guy, men used to have like a fraternity of men now uh or uh, back then and now it's not
1: you and- know what else is making a bunch of pussies in america now that i think about it what? doctors operating on men's penises <laughs> that's a big problem i hear uh but well, yeah. you know like it's
0: Yeah, you know, no, no. That's uh, you know, you saw it on CNN. It's fine. Cut your dog off if you're feeling depressed or anything like that. You know, yeah. that's, that's what it is. You must, you must not. Yeah, dude. Ah, oh, man. It, we're just a bunch of. I actually saw this this uh, thing. I want to show you. I got it uploaded. It was um. Have you ever heard of the? I think it's called the ath the Atherstone ball game in England. I have not. It's the most brutal sport. On the planet right now
1: They just kick okay? each other in the balls don't they
0: Well it's they got they got one big ball It's like a it's like a beach ball full of sand And the whole thing is Is you hold on to the ball And you win You have to hold on to it for like two hours But the thing is anything goes Anybody can do anything to get that ball away from you mm-hmm. The only thing is is you can't kill anybody And Boo. You can't, you can't uh, what, what are the other oh you have to play on like You have to keep it on the street so, like, these businesses on this street board up their houses. Here, take a look.
1: Yeah. Is, uh, okay.
0: So, they got the ball in the, in the hallway. And it's like a team from this pub, and they're keeping the ball. And they don't care if who, which one of them wins as long as the other people don't. So, you got people climbing over Like this dude just turned straight up. Like they're throwing hands. And...
1: Can you imagine this going on in America? Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's uh, the people doing it that surprise
0: me. <laughs> And like, you got guys in there that are officials, but it's like, what are they officiating? Really? Like they're just, they're just all. But yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. Like there's no way that that would fly in America that well, that would make all the headlines and people would be like, oh, you know, bullying's wrong. Fighting's wrong. Violence is wrong. But honestly, it's just a bunch of guys just getting their, you know, anger out. And it happens once a year there.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's America's, it's Americans' own fault. Uh, They can go do that if they want. And then when the police come and say, hey, you can't do that, you go, I have a mob of people punching each other in the face for a ball. Why don't you fuck (laughs) off or we'll turn our aggression on you? And I think that's what happens over there. And so they can do it. Yeah. Yeah, I said that didn't look like fun at, at first. And I'm watching kind of in disgust, like what's happening to white people? And then I'm seeing the guys punch each other in the face. And I was like, it's good and cathartic to get punched in the face and punched somebody in the face at the same time from time to time and so it turned me at the end i was like no i think i would do that it was a little intense when the guy was standing on the crowd kicking people in the face yeah but um hey don't get kicked in the face that's part of your job (laughs) as the other team you know so i think i'm all for it the more the more i watch it the more i was like i think that's i think that looks fun (laughs)
0: and you know what it uh it, it, it does get out the aggression. I wonder because England is such a security state, right? Like they, they're one of the most watched countries in the world by their government. You can't have guns. Guns are outlawed there. can't even uh, have
1: knives now. They, you can have have the, knives. they blunt the tips of their knives now. You can't have a pointy knife.
0: Man. So, like, I mean, I think that that is that. The, do you think that that's the government's way? Like the, like the police's way of saying, like, okay, look we we know like we're taking away a lot of this from you here's one day to just get all of your fucking male aggression out go nuts do you think it's like orchestrate like that's why they allow that
1: it wouldn't surprise it me it wouldn't surprise well okay well how how old is this game is this a new thing
0: this this is this clip was from this year this was this year's game it
1: happened like late february right but like if you googled like the name of the sport oh it, it goes it go back, back this this game goes
0: back to like 1100s
1: Okay, then yeah, yeah. I'll bet back then they they did it for the reason you're talking about. They're like, all right, this you know, let's get it out. Everybody'll get tuckered out and they'll throw some punches, they'll take some punches, and then they'll they'll all go out to the pub, yeah. Yeah, and have a pint. <laughs> and uh and then it's all it's all over. Like I saw a video of this um look like a South American village, and once a year Everybody that has beef with with anybody else, they have to go fight in the street, but they have to go, like, get a drink afterwards, and it's all settled. I think, that like, yeah. some some societies, maybe small, homogenous homogeneous enough societies, things like that could work. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, in America and England, it's just, they're just, it's too big, it's too many people, I don't think it's going to have any kind of lasting effect, you know.
0: No, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, uh, when I was in college, I was in a fraternity, and I was I was doing martial arts, like I was doing you know Muay Thai, kickboxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I was around killers on the mat, and mm-hmm. I and I wasn't like I wasn't one of them by any means, you know. But I could I could hold my own, you know, until like you know the the last rounds and shit. But um, it was like one of those things where I just I just didn't have a, a chip on my shoulder because I had my ass beat numerous times and in college i get these parties and stuff like that guys would be like peacocking with one another yelling back and forth and then like i'm gonna kick your ass yo bro i'm gonna kick what are you fucking pussy you really want to do this bro <laughs> and then they start like taking off their shirts but they're backing up as they're doing yeah. it like, you don't and need just, to do oh. that yeah and i'm like and I, <laughs> I looked at my one brother who was like who was one of the guys and i told him i go just fucking hit him he's like can yeah. you believe this guy i'm like just fucking hit him, hit him. And he's like he's like you're a, he goes you're an instigator
1: and I was like, "What the fuck? Your, shirt, you you're your shirt's that? already off. You rub baby oil all over yourself. It's not me."
0: I was like, "I was like, dude, just just fucking haul off and hit him if you're that yeah. fucking mad at him. Hit him." And he's like, "Yo, but I don't want to get arrested, bro."
1: Oh, uh, like, the excuses come have, out.
0: You have thirty brothers around. This guy's in our house. This guy shoved you, grabbed your girlfriend's ass. Just hit him. Like, you know, that's, that's the thing. You don't have to hit him and fucking knock his teeth out or anything like what? that. But that's shit, man, if you really got a little, little yeah, possible. like if he grabbed your girl's ass, hey man, like, you know, scrap with them a little bit, you know? Yeah, and, fuck um, his
1: mom, you know? it's just college.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah it's, uh, um, it was, it was crazy. And, and I really, I realized kind of like what you were saying. Oh, wow. A lot of these guys have never been hit in the face.
1: It's a, It's a very uh, sobering experience for sure. It's very uh, eye opening. You know, you're like, oh shit. One yeah. of the weirdest things that happens when you get punched in the face is, uh, you go, oh man, that actually didn't really hurt at all. No, no, like, no. I've no, never no. been. I've been punched in the face a lot, and I've I've never been like, oh, that's painful. Yeah. It's like yeah. something. Your body does something, and it's like, let's go.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's, it's, you don't so, like
1: you. You hear a loud noise, and like things kind of turn bright, and you, all kinds of weird shit happens. Right, um, but it, no ultimately, it you're not
0: in like excruciating. Right. Excruciating pain, unless it's like a fucking baseball bat to the head, you know. But then you have to kind of ask yourself, why am I? Why am I hanging out in these
1: areas where I'm getting hit with a baseball well, bat? Yeah, yeah. But you I've know? I've seen so many uh videos but i've also seen numerous times in real life like where a bat's involved and you would think it would have a lot more stopping power than it does i don't think i've ever seen a a person with a bat bring somebody else down it's a really Really? weird phenomenon it's very hard to find footage of of like two people fighting and one of them has a bat and that bat actually winning the fight i think a lot of the times the guy that has the bat is really afraid of killing the, the guy. So he doesn't go, he doesn't go all out with him. I think that winds up it's, being it's his. It's more
0: there. It's downfall. just more there as an like intimidation yeah. factor. And then he's like, oh shit, they're calling my bluff. I might have to use this. I don't know. Sting, and, they're and they're not committed. At- yeah, they're not committed. Sting yeah. Sting brought a lot of guys down with the bat, you know, and wrestling's real. That's true. Yeah.
1: That. Well, he had the muscle, you know, and, you and know, the they knew he characters. was serious. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh I had a sting question for you. I used to watch WCW. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. And uh, there was a character on there called Sting, but he was a blonde guy with like a flat top, like real tall flat top. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that's the same guy. And when he went to the 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 other place, he has long black hair and he looks like the crow. What the fuck happened? happened?
0: It happened in WCW, the transition. Oh. Like he, he basically, cause guys, you know, they all have their gimmicks and everything like that. And
1: yeah, change I think, the name.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but his, his name was sting before, like he had the, he had the blonde hair and the, you know, the, the, the bright colors. And I, I don't know if he was off for like an injury or something like that, but when he came back, the Crow, the movie The Crow had came out. That's that's literally where he got the influence oh, from it. Shocker. And uh, and and he just changed his whole look, and everybody was like, ooh. And then he wouldn't talk during interviews, and and it was like the ooh, and it was it was just a new gimmick that he did, and and it just skyrocketed You film.
1: know the you know the Undertaker was like this motherfucker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stole yeah. my wanted, whole thing. I wanted to
0: see him and the Undertaker always go head to head and show that. Like when the you know when the Undertaker uh had his like streak going on. I was like I was like, you know what? Like that'd be so cool if like Sting could come over from the WCW and you know him and The Undertaker battle it out. And yeah. uh but then I you know then I grew up and I grew hair on my balls. Right. And,
1: yeah uh, I was gonna say I turned seven and stopped paying attention. <laughs> I was like yeah, I don't have time for that. But I did love it when I was real young. I really liked uh professional wrestling. Back when it was the WWF. Yeah. Yeah. I, well I
0: mean there was there was always that Allure to it that it was that it might be real, it might be
1: real. Oh, like, yeah, especially at adult, that age, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, and, and I'm not even just talking that age, like, there was, um, like, th- just the attitude era, like, like Stone Cold Steve Austin and shit like that. He was doing things that had never been done before. And it's like, yeah, at some point, guys are like, oh, yeah, like it's staged, but I don't think they understood like what percentage of it was staged, if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah and yeah. So there was so, and, and you had you had more realistic characters um then you, then you now now it's like you turn it on and it's it's just all it's very cartoonish and you're just like all right like whatever
1: you know so you're saying it like it started out like pretty ridiculous then it got serious for a little bit now it's really yeah. ridiculous again now it's really ridiculous again
0: so what what what's coming now is it's gonna be maybe pretty serious again so but it is what it is. I think I think uh UFC changed a lot of it. There there a lot of guys started doing like more submission holds after the UFC came out, they started like doing leg kicks. Um they started wearing like MMA gear in the in the ring, you know, like Undertaker's famous for that. He wore MMA gloves and then Brock Lesnar came in and like there was a, there was a whole bunch of people like that like the the tights and the you know all that stuff that was that went by the wayside.
1: They're always trying to uh, stay on the cutting edge, you know, to keep that audience there. But I yeah. was I uh, was talking to Vince McMahon. I ran into him in Vegas a few years back, and I go, oh, really? I go, man, you know, y'all are always like coming up with these gimmicks and stuff. I go, why don't you just like have these? Um, what do they call them? The the women? What are they called? The oh, the uh,
0: divas. The
1: divas. Yeah. I go, hey, this is going to make you a lot of money, Vince. He goes, what's that, Phil? And I go, you know those divas? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I go, just have them show their tits. <laughs> That's it. I mean, you're, boom, people are going to watch. And if the WWE just had topless divas everywhere, I think it would be culturally accepted at that point. would be like, so a woman's well, got her tits out. Big I deal. mean,
0: sex work is work, though.
1: It's not sex work though per <laughs> se. They're just breasts. That's all.
0: What do you what do you think of the uh what do you think of the whole OnlyFans uh phenomenon, if you want to call it that, like going on right now?
1: Okay, well this goes back to like women not having direction or a good trajectory in life and being lied to their entire lives by mm-hmm. the government and the media as to what brings happiness and as women have been finding out as they're going this direction to the workplace and, and, uh, you know, chasing the money and ignoring family and having children or whatnot, they keep going further and further. And then the longer this goes on, they're less and less happy, but they, they're too programmed to turn around and go back the other way. And so they have to just keep going more and more extreme and they'll do whatever they're told is, acceptable and and freeing you know and right now that's uh, getting fucked on camera way to yeah. go women you really uh you really uh, use that whole uh, freedom thing to your advantage didn't you you're literally just whores now but you're whores yeah. that you've been told are you know free doing the right thing yeah. and really you're being used and you're too stupid to see it so as far as only fans go Uh, I I don't think it's a good thing, but I mean, the bigger problem here is living in a society where that's not only acceptable, but that's actually pushed on our very young women. And, you know, even though it's probably 18 plus and up, I guarantee the messaging is getting to girls much, much younger than that. And so, Oh, oh, a hundred percent. It's it's really ruining our children as is the internet in general.
0: The, yeah, the youngest age for a child, not just a boy, a child, to uh, view porn now, average age, is
1: 11. I'm shocked and it's that high.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I ask people that, and people are like, nine?
1: Yeah, seven? I was going to say you know, five. Like
0: it, it gets really low. Lot, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, you well, know it's only going to go... They all have phones, and you know, mom. How many moms out there, single moms out there, are doing OnlyFans now? I mean, it, it is crazy. So it, it's you're you're
1: basically porn stars. You, well, you not like, stars, you're porn amateurs. used to not mean star. something. You're not even a star. Think <laughs> like, about just, it. Just, think uh, about it like this. This is why I was shocked about eleven, uh, the age of eleven being the average age because, uh former host of Thunderdome TV, Dick Nicarlo, pointed out one time, he goes, have you ever noticed if uh, you go to like an alcoholic website, like a beer website, or you go to a tobacco website, you have to verify your age before you can even get into a lot of these places. He says, when's the last time you've ever even been asked if you're an adult without any verification? When's the last time you had to click, yes, I'm over the age of 18 on any porn site. I said, I gotta be honest with you, I cannot remember the last time. Now, I don't watch pornography anymore. I gave it up yeah. I don't know, two or three months ago. My life is not altered negatively in any way whatsoever. You don't have to watch porn, people. That's no. taking you out of going and having actual sex, and it's just bad for you, but he was right, though. No porn site that I was I would go to ever asked me for age verification in the last probably 10 years. Yeah. So children Uh, are and and think about how many ads you see, how many sexual ads and pornography ads you see on your phone or when you're on your computer, on the internet that aren't even solicited, they just pop up, you know, let's say you're doing something totally fine, like stealing movies on pirate Bay. You know, there's kids uh, that do that. Uh, they're the ones that showed me how to do it. And there's like anime porn and just all kinds of pornography shit on there. And uh, it never, it never asked you how old you are or anything. So yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that 11 years old is the average age and is not younger.
0: Yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's crazy. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm, I'm at like about almost six months no pornography. Um, and nice. it, It's just, it's just one of the thank you. It's just, it's just one of those things, man. It's like. Now that you're not watching it, you see it everywhere. Like your mind, your mind's like, oh, like, like it's what it's it's awakened, you know, and it and it's seeing everything. Uh, but you're right, and uh, about like I don't I don't know when the last time that some some site asked me, are you over eighteen? Yes. First of all, that's not even that big of a security thing to to click a box to check a box.
1: Right, right. You no know, actual
0: verification. Right. And the crazy thing is, is somebody told me that, well, your IP dress gets recognized by the site. And then they recognize that, oh, you're over 18. My thing is is no, how does you steal know your identity? It? Right, right. <laughs> how do you know that my, you know, that 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 my kid's not watching it? How do you know that my nephew's not over and, and opening you know what I'm saying? Opens they, up my laptop and clicks on it. Like they
1: don't you know, know and don't, they don't care. They're trying, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, and they're trying to get children addicted to porn so they're future customers.
0: It's like the tobacco companies. It's exactly, it's exactly the same. like tobacco
1: companies. It's just
0: pornography.
1: That's that's what it is. I mean,
0: porn Pornhub is it, the, the the website Pornhub is just a dis not not even just for the porn, but just a disgusting place. Just how many ads that they run, and how many people that they get. In involved and in the those those porn stars and stuff like that are, the, are you know not the stars just just just, just the, the working porn gals
1: yeah, they're not whores.
0: we call they, them cam <laughs> they're not being treated right most of them are addicted to drugs most of them are fucking you know they're they're
1: in abusive relationships with whoever Uh yeah. well and like Kanye know. said the reason I actually stopped watching was when Kanye said you know every time you watch porn you're contributing to um child pornography, child molestation, child abuse. And I was like, that's yeah. interesting. Why do you think that, Kanye? And he said to me, he said, Bill, I think that because he goes, uh, I think that because um, everyone not everyone, but most of the women as adults that are in pornography all have the same story of being abused as children. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's who goes into that. You know what I mean? But and that's not a good thing. But now as it becomes more and more normalized, you're gonna have girls that Probably came from like decent backgrounds and stuff that these things didn't happen to and they're going to go well it's totally societally acceptable for me to fuck a bedpost on a camera because everybody says it's fine and I need money. Like look what whores we've all become. It's not even doesn't even have to be pornography just look what we do for this money. You know, yep. because, oh, it's that's what changes everything. It's like, it doesn't really make you happy. And if you look at the no. things that you do to get it, it makes you more and more miserable.
0: Yeah. And, and people are like, is it really hurting anybody? It's like, well, yeah, yes. it's exactly what Kanye said. It's you're, you're you're giving money to some to a company. You're giving views that that generates money for a company that is abusing women, that is abusing children. Uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's one of these all these people out there that say, oh, you know, I'm pro women. I'm, I'm a feminist. I, 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 I'm looking out for the kids. I'm looking out for, you know, all this type of stuff. You're not though. If
1: you're doing that, you really need to look at your own actions and, yeah. and think about, those, you know, those people have been tricked just like everybody else. Cause they go, all, all it takes is somebody in the mainstream to say, well, that's women, that's female empowerment. That right there is female yeah. empowerment. No, it's subjugation. It's subjugation. Yeah. But with the, the, the linguists out there just change definitions of everything. And now, uh, you know, a woman being abused and, and fucked on camera for not much money, probably, because there's so many of them. Like, there's such a thing as oversaturation. And, and I've never seen, I've never been on a porn site where I saw the same girl twice by the way, yeah. if that tells you anything. Unless,
0: unless you're like going for a specific Unless you search, search. for that, yeah, exactly right. one. So there's yeah. so
1: many, there can't be that much money. I think all the ones that you see these articles, that's another thing. You got mainstream outlets, New York Times, New York Post is really bad about it. Their headlines will be like, I made, uh, I was at a dead end job and I made $100,000 on OnlyFans. I'm like, why are y'all fucking promoting prostitution? You that's know, these are mainstream outlets.
0: Yeah. That, that's what it is. I mean, you know, it's it's um, it's kind of you know you know going to the spiritual side of things. It's Satan. I mean, yeah. Satan. Has a, it Satan has a forked tongue, and it'll it'll say one thing that sounds good, sounds good on the surface, but he's leading you down another another path. Right. You know, saying like, hey, don't you want to be able to provide for your family? Don't you want to be able to do this? Don't you want to be able to do this? Well, then, well, then do this, this is the quickest way to get the money. And, you know, and, and don't let people judge you. There, yeah, there, there's, there's nothing there's wrong, wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And, and and he's leading you down a path. He's leading you to de- damnation. Fuck. You know, and they, they don't they don't see that shit. And, and just look at
1: how deep rooted that bastard is mm-hmm. in everything American. I mean, you see what the government is promoting. You see what every like supposedly uh, legitimate news outlet is, is promoting. Like look what's on Twitter. Like there's insanely hardcore pornography on Twitter. A lot of people don't know that it's there. Just go put in any pornographic search into Twitter yeah. and you're going to get all kinds of shit.
0: The the porn star Lisa Ann, and she, she is a star. Uh, She got on a, and when Elon Musk was talking about buying Twitter, she says, I really hope that he does something about the pornography on there. And because it's, it's unacceptable of how much is on there. And like some, some people are like biting her head off going, wait, that's your industry. You are you really like targeting? She goes, it shouldn't be that easy to find children. Should not be? She's like, I made a career about it. I don't want the children watching it. And I respect her for saying that you know i, I right. might not yeah. respect her and you know in the other sense of you know you know selling your body and doing this doing that but um but yeah she's right and and
1: it's all over the place well not to mention like sites like twitter they hide behind really shitty excuses and nobody calls them on it it's like well you're supposed to be a, an adult to be on twitter So if there's children on there and they're seeing pornography, that's not our fault. Well, what are they doing to prevent children from being on there? You know what I mean? How about you just not have it? How about like, despite what the modern take on pornography is, I don't even think... Like porn addicts think it's it's a good thing. In fact, they they're probably the first ones to go. It's terrible. I can't get away from it. I'm addicted yeah. to it. I can't stop jerking. It's bad.
0: I think but, I think more men are addicted to porn. I mean, more people are addicted to porn than we like to admit in this country. And and
1: I don't think a lot of them even know it. No, no. And and even
0: and even then, you can't talk about it. This is this is one of the taboos for men. And again, it's Satan's forked tongue. Where if like if we're out, like you and I, if you and I were out at a bar right now
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and I said, hey Phil awesome. I've been <laughs> I've been I've been trying to kick porn for the past you know six months for the last six months I haven't watched it and you're like, you know what Sam that's awesome for the last like two or th- you know two three months I haven't watched it like this and that we had this conversation at a bar and other guys like listened in we would be the outliers. Us, us talking about it in public and everything like that, or, or very commonly Men are afraid to talk to other men about it because they're afraid to be looked at as fucking pussy. You know what are you? What are you gay? You know, like all that. Type
1: well, you of don't stuff. like jerking off in front of your, right. your phone screen while you're taking you a you're shit like, at two like o'clock in the morning. Your
0: mom's like Jergens and you know yeah, going what to what a town. bitch. Yeah, and and that and that's the thing. And again, they they're kind of in the same boat as the girls that do OnlyFans. They've been lied to, and they think that that is masculine. When really, that's that's they the just op- been
1: yeah they've been tricked into being whores that's all exactly. that's all there is to it exactly. there's, there's no deeper explanation yeah. you have you women have fallen for the most obvious fucking trick it's like yeah you're yeah you they just made you whores look at the look at the amount of bodies that they call them that the average woman like. College age has now. Like, it's astounding. And they go, they really no, 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 that's a good thing. I'm a liberated woman. It's like, no, you're used up. You're, 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 you've, you're ran through right yeah. now. Like, and people, the there is, I've seen like a trend going the opposite direction. Like, it's really prevalent, as a matter of fact, where men are like, we're just tired of these whores. Where are the wholesome women? And these, these whores are being, cast aside there's a modern thing going on i blame it on uh, on uh, just historical cycles and i believe truly that the cycle we're beginning to see is a rebellion against the hedonistic stuff we've been doing now if we lived currently if, if right now was a time of puritanism And minimal hedonism, and that was really looked down and frowned upon. The natural reaction to that would be rebellion. And then you would start trending towards, you know, hedonistic things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But right now, we've been doing that for so long. I do believe there is a, there is a, 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 like a snapback effect that's happening with the youth where you are seeing the numbers increase of men abstaining from sex, men definitely abstaining from porn. Um, and men abstaining from, uh, women of ill repute, if you will, like they're yeah. starting to say, I don't want anything to do with this. It's disgusting. It's gross. You're seeing, like and I think we push too far and too hard and too fast with the tranny thing. Can I say tranny yeah. with the trans we're thing? Just talking, we're just talking cars. We're just it's talking hard. It's hard. It's we're dirty, talking psychopathic, suicidal, tranny, body mutilator, <laughs> child fuckers. We've pushed too far with that and like young people are going whoa hold on this is too this list. is too yeah. much you're trying to convince me in elementary school my teacher's trying to convince me that right, that uh, yeah. I can have sex with a man with tits why are you even talking to me about <laughs> that i'm in kindergarten you crazy people that's so, in that
0: movie. That's in that movie. Ted too. He goes. He finds his uh, porn search history, and he goes, "Chicks with dicks." He goes, "There are no chicks with dicks, Johnny. Only guys with dicks." <laughs> that's, that's right. The, that's the thing. I think. I think it's parallel. The people that are moving away from the smut and that are moving away from you know toxic women. Uh, I think it's. I think the numbers are parallel with the amount of young men going back to religion. I- and.
1: There, that has to be a part of it. I would yeah. imagine and, because they're uh, going back to religion for the same reasons. It's a rebellion. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, how many
0: years you know has nihilism ruled the roost? You Nihil- know, and, just and, and anti
1: Christianity in general. They're, they're, they yeah. just their messaging has just been too aggressive for so long. Like people are going to go. I think I'm going to do the opposite. You've been telling me to do this this whole time. I'm going to try something else. And and yeah. I think what's not helping the case of the uh, for lack of a better term, um, uh, Satan is demons out there. What's not helping their case is um, people are realizing even at a younger and younger age, hey, going down this path, you know, that is encouraged by everyone and everything, it doesn't it's not making me feel good. I'm more I'm confused, I'm anxious, I'm depressed. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe. I should stop listening to all these people when they say things like, "OnlyFans is liberating." <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, there's a pushback. There's a exactly. natural pushback.
0: Exactly. I, I was dating this girl for a little bit, and she was an OnlyFans model. She beautiful, beautiful. Model
1: or uh, cam whore?
0: Cam. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, yeah. And you I know mean, what she you know. told? You know what she told me? She said she goes, "I hate it," but she but then she said, well, I do it?" Because then I can, you know, I can buy my kids, whatever, and I can buy me, whatever, and I can go wherever. And I was just kind of like, that's not, it, there's a reason why you hate it is because something deep in your gut, you know, that God is telling you it's not right. You know, it's not right. But, but again, you know, from the horror perspective, you take the money and you're like, all right, yeah, I'll do it again. But you know what I'm saying? You just, you, you're selling out. And, uh, it's, uh. It's tough, but i'm I'm glad that there's a movement back to religion and the pendulum swinging. I just hope that it's not too late, you know right. I, I just right. hope that we haven't like exhausted society with this i I hope it's not a gener- like it's gonna last for like three or four generations before it finally does swing back. well well, uh, think
1: about this though if it doesn't take off and it doesn't become mainstream there's there's no reason to be down about it as long as you're doing it as long as you're realizing and understanding the evils of this world and what, what kind of weight that puts on you as an individual and you push back by go, you know, say going to church, being more traditionalist, getting out of the rat races, moving out of the cities, there's no downside. So it's like, I don't give a shit if society moves that way. Um, Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But that's no longer going to influence me anymore. Right. And I think that's no, it, the most important message.
0: Yeah. I mean, that that was the one thing with the conservative movement. You know, from 2016 until now, uh, a lot of people just stopped conforming.
1: Mm-hmm. The, there, there
0: was a lot of people that said... I, I I was never conforming, but everybody was doing it, and I was just kind of like, all right, I I just I just went along with it. But but deep down, they were like, wait a minute, I don't agree with that, and and it woke a lot of people up, and and then it then they went a step further, and now it's leading. You know, Mike Mike Lassiter, he put it this way. He said, uh, if you're if you're turning to conservatism to find truth, he goes, it's only a matter of time before you find God. And it, he said, and then it's only a matter of time before you find, you know, like the Catholic church and everything like that. And, 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 and th- his reasoning was because you're, you're seeking for truth. Well, who's the truth? You know, G- Jesus is the, is the truth, you know? And so you kind of, you, you're, you're going to find it. It's there. Yeah,
1: I guess if you, you follow know? that, if you kind of follow that logic, cause like, I don't, I don't think mainstream conservatism is a real thing. Um, but that said, yeah, I would kind of agree with what you and him were saying, because if you start from liberal and you pursue being conservative, hopefully you'll go a little bit beyond mm-hmm. the, that that branding, if you will. Yeah. And if you get to the other side of these nonsensical political spectrums and teams, then there's hope for you. If you get yeah. stuck in that liberal conservative republican democrat if you get stuck in that there's not a lot of hope for you no you gotta go beyond th- that because that's all it's
0: fake. easy it's easy to get stuck in that because that's what they do on the that's what they do on the the other side you that, know they and, do it on
1: they, both sides and that's they, do it, on both they sides. do it
0: yeah so it's like literally you're jumping out of one mud pit over the fence to another mud pit you know you're just not swimming to the uh, you know to the other side and getting out on the on the grass and stuff
1: well one's uh, a mud pit the other one's like a vanilla pudding pit
0: but it's still a pit.
1: It's still, it's still, it's still a pit. Still it's, sticky.
0: it's a little bit, it's a little bit tastier, but I, uh, but yeah, you know, that, that's the thing. And so like me personally, I was, I was like, Oh yeah. You know, I was kind of like grappling, like, you know, putting a label on myself, like, who am I, who am I? And uh, I was a cradle Catholic and I, I went back to the Catholic church and when people ask me, they're like, Oh, you know, what are you? I'm like, well, you know what, you know what I am first over everything. I'm i I'm a Catholic first. No, that's what, that's what I am. That's, that's, that's what I am. I don't say, I don't say that, you know, I'm I'm half Sicilian, half Irish. I don't say, you know, I'm you know, I, well, I'll say that if they ask like ethnicity, yeah, if they ask me nationality. I say, oh yeah, I'm a proud American. You know, this and I that, say, yeah, good. yeah. American. American. But if you really want to know, but if you really want to know what I am, I'm, I'm Catholic and Catholic is the most, you know, the, the church that I go to, uh, it's a traditional Latin mass and there are all walks of life there. There's just all like the the color spectrum is amazing,
1: you know. Okay, black, so on, brown, yellow, avoid, yellow black red. <laughs> avoid. avoid is there a white mass? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any
0: Protestant church that you go to? Oh, no, you know,
1: I don't want to do that either. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. But not it.
0: It's um. It, no, it, it's it's really it. That's that is true. Uh, freedom. You know. You know who that pine sap is, right? No. Uh, he's a uh, he's this like, he's like a 22 year old he's been on he's been on a couple shows on MTM um but uh he's this huh. uh, theologian he's like 22 years old and and he said like you know liberalism they, they say like oh you're gonna have freedom from this you're gonna have freedom from that but he says but he says no he goes he goes Christianity is the true liberal we're, we're giving you freedom from sin we're giving you freedom from death like you know all that type of stuff that's the true liberalism like that's the true freedom and and it's and you can you can see it if somebody stops watching porn they're already feeling like a better person they're already feeling yeah it's what it's like a lot more steps you need to take but
1: they're all see i realized going down that road it's like you're you're afraid because you're so programmed that these these things that are bad for you are freedoms and then if you it's it's not hard to logically dissect the fallacy of that. If you put a little bit of thought into it, you go, so pornography, that's a freedom of mine, right? But what happens if I stop watching it? Oh, I'm better off. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you know what else is a freedom is a uh, prostitutes. Uh, what happens if I stop banging prostitutes? Oh, I'm better off. What happens if I stop shooting heroin? Oh, I'm better off. What happens if I stop binge drinking and punching cops? Oh, I'm better off. So that yeah. freedom that everybody perceives as this plus, when you really break it down and you, you, you look into the lies of what is promulgated as freedom, you start to realize it's not a good freedom. It's a freedom to ruin yourself, and that's exactly <laughs> what you'll do when you go down that road. And when you, yeah. play out, when, you, when you play it out, you go, oh, yeah, I don't need that. I'll be better, happier, and more free in my soul, in my, in my, my personhood, if you will, than by embracing the freedom of going and destroying my life in every aspect possible. Absolutely. Well
0: said. Wow, Bill.
1: All right, I do got to get out of here though. Yeah, absolutely. That's, not, that's why I was
0: clapping. That's why I was clapping. Hey, uh real quick for uh for all um uh, three viewers that we have. Uh <laughs> tell, tell them where uh tell them where where they can find you and and all that stuff.
1: All right, this is complicated. Get your pens. You can find me, Vill of the Vill show on the Vill show Fridays at 7 PM central Sundays at 7 PM central. And you used to could find me on Wednesdays at 7 PM central till this guy took my show spot. Um, <laughs> no, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you it gives me more time, but uh, you can check us out uh, on telegram at murder, the media, no spaces. You can find our shows on rumble, Murder the media, no spaces, or you could just go into your search bar and type in m t m dot show, and that'll take you right to our Rumble channel. I would promote the YouTube, but there's I've already had one strike on it for something stupid, so that's not gonna last. I'll no. promote it if you want to check out our stuff or go subscribe to YouTube. Uh, just put in splorf s p l o r f dot tv, that'll take you right to our YouTube channel. That's all my plugs, bud.
0: All right, hey Ville, thank you for coming on, uh, guys. That was Underground America live every seven. All right, live every Wednesday at seven central, and we will see you next time. Take care.